0: Welcome back everybody to The Precedent Minds of the Mavericks. My name is Amina. And today we are wrapping up our session with Blake Carter. Last week we spoke about her struggles, how she got into the industry, things that she still faces. And today we are talking about how she got to where she is and all of the cool things that she's up to. I do want to give a trigger warning for this episode. Sexual assault is discussed not from either of us. It's not a personal story, rather. Uh, it is about the Liam Neeson story about his friend who was assaulted some years back. So I wanted to sh- make sure that was announced before the episode. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode with Blake Carter. So part two, it's all about innovation. Uh, Cause I think that like, you're such a maverick in your, your field. Hell yeah, girl. Um, Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Okay, perfectly. Okay, So I, I couldn't hear you. And I was like, can you hear me? So funny. Um, <laughs> I'm just smiling and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to say, like, you've created such a name for yourself beyond your persona, right? Like, do you view Blake Carter and, like, Blake Carter yourself and Blake Carter, the, the radio host, as two different people or the same person?
1: Um, That's, you know what's so funny is I, um, If you listen to the show, you know, I'm very, I do, I do a whole psychic segment, but I'm also very into psychics. And, um, I had a psychic once be like, you have an issue with like the real you and then Blake Carter on the radio and you need to do some sort of ceremony where you bring them together. And I was like, do I have an issue? Um, it gets blurred for me because I share so much. Like, obviously I filter what I share. Like I, I, I seem like I have no filter, but that's my not filteredness is filtered. Um and but i do try to be as real as i can so i do share a lot of personal stuff so it's still a very similar i would just say the blake carter on the radio and like that you meet at events and stuff is like way more outgoing and friendly whereas like the blake that like comes home to her dog sometimes is just like like no one talk to me just leave me alone like i can be very extrovert and very introvert so i'm still like I'm not over like faking it when you hear me on the radio or overdoing it or like it's social stories to be like more like that's me. That's yeah. how I am. I'm nuts. But I'm just more. No, I'm crazy. Like outside of that too, but just, <laughs> but, but I just wouldn't show up to my show, whichever show I'm on, whichever radio station, I wouldn't show up like like one of my lower moods.
0: Do you know what I mean? Does yeah, that make sense? 100%. Yeah. And like what I was getting into is like You've made like you're active in the community, like you've made us a, a name for yourself beyond radio, right? Because it's like recently you were at like at Devontae Wo show at like the regulars or like when six Hard Yeah,
1: Devontae's like, well, girlfriend, Sasha was performing. I love them. Yeah, they're the cutest hip hop couple of all time. They're super don't cute. Don't know cute. who they are, Devontae Wo and Sasha. Like, yeah. You saw they just super... to LA, I'm so sad. Wow. It's good, for wow. Good, good for them, good for them no careers, seriously but.
0: I love that. Cause like, I, I, I like their dynamic together.
1: Like how they support each other, like at her it's show so that night, cute. Sasha's performing and Devontae's like singing, at, he's at the side of the stage and he's singing every word like, yeah that's amazing they're a beautiful couple they're super yeah and like not even music but like in community
0: too because like six buzz and dj charlie b had these back to school drive and it's yeah even posting about it like you were there and there was i just i I just went piggyback
1: on what they were doing to be perfectly honest uh i don't think it's
0: piggybacking like i think you're under like undermining yourself because it's like you're there you're engaging with the community obviously you have a name you have a platform and like
1: you're using i just feel like especially like if you have a platform where you can and you're willing and able to help like why not like that's always my favorite thing about meeting people and knowing lots of people is connecting people if i can help you out if i know of a job or a girlfriend that i think you'd get along with really well or could help you with your podcast or help you with that that's just naturally how i've always been like i've had a lot of friends met a lot of different people and i love to connect people and if i can help like I might not have millions of dollars to donate to your charity, but if I can show up and help hand some things out yeah. or like I also work with, um, I haven't done anything with them in a while. I need to step that up, save our scruff, like a dog rescue. But like if I can just share dogs that need to be fostered or adopted and I can help in some small way, like why not? Why do I, I don't need however many followers just to like pat me on the back. Yeah. Like if I got the reach, like let's do something with it. Let's, help out something to do a charity, or let's make some money for somebody else's business or my own business. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: And I love that you said, because I wanted to like, talk to us about the importance of building the network you did. And it's kind
1: of like, also, why is it you chose to build your network the way you did? I think honestly, so, so important. Like I didn't realize, so going back to the first episode with you, where I did talk about like how I got into radio, how I was a receptionist. And then from just talking to people in the office and made a comment in front of the right person who ended up putting me on the morning show. Um, if I hadn't, I didn't realize at the time what I was doing was networking. Every time someone came past my receptionist desk, whether it was like a uh, one of the music reps or something like that, someone from the label, an artist, I talked, I just talked. So I was like, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. And um, I remember they used to bring in for the jocks like back in the day they'd bring you cds like now they just email you the music but back in my day you actually got me <laughs> and everyone at the office thought it was so funny because they would always bring in cd packs for the music director and the on-air jocks and then i would get one because i made friends with all the reps so then the yeah. reception and my girlfriend who did reception before me was like i never used to get this stuff because i just spoke to everybody i had free i had more perks as a receptionist at that station than i've had actually being on amazing because i just made friends with everybody so For me, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't smile and say hello and talk to people because like, that is how I got, that's how I even got the receptionist job. I was like briefly dating this weirdo. He introduced me to his female (laughs) friend me and her hit it off right away, became best friends at some dirty hip hop club. And she's like, Hey, I'm leaving this reception job. You should come and do an interview for it. So just like, you know what? You never know who you're going to meet. You never know if that drunk girl in the bathroom is going to one day put you onto another job or yeah. you're gonna connect and maybe do a show together. Like you just don't know. I think it's so important to just use the resources that are right in front of your face, whether it's your own office at work and you don't know when the delivery guy comes in, he might be the next biggest artist about to pop off. You don't know who anybody is, right? So um, I always joke like I don't like people, but I guess at my core, I do really like people. And I just think yeah. I've just made a huge point of trying to talk to everyone. I don't care what level you're at, and also like a way I've noticed that I've really grown my own social media is that and it gets tiring some days because I don't want to talk to people some days. Um, and once you respond once, then people keep coming. But I I talk to people. I, people are always shocked when I answer a DM. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like if I see it, if it's because it, like, you know, there's the other. Absolutely. Lost. Sometimes it gets lost in the abyss. But I try to. I really try to respond to every person. If you took the time out to follow me and to send me a message, good or bad. I got to give you the same time back to respond to you. Especially if you are a fan of the show and you listen, thank you. Like you are the reason I have a job and can pay my bills. So it's on me. And even with our show, we use our text message system. For me, it's my favorite thing because it's like people are live texting our show. We're getting in the moment reactions and emotions from our show. So I will go back and try to text. I try to text every person who texts back the show. I text back. Yeah. And just keep building that network and keep, yeah. you know, and putting I, yourself out there. I
0: love that you described it the way, cause we, like we met through the Lola's girl connected program Yeah, and throughout that five months that I was in the program, literally every person that came on the show, and this is ex- extremely important for the entertainment industry. Everybody literally was like, it's about building genuine relationships. Don't yeah. just automatically go to somebody and be like, yo, here's my music. I don't know who you are. You don't no. know what I do. Like none of that stuff. It's like build a genuine connection. And an artist I'm working with now, Raheem, his team, he has pretty, like he had literally no marketing, 20 million streams on Apple music alone. And it's through relationships and His music is brilliant. I like yeah. I genuinely love his music. And like Joven, his manager, who is like my mentor also was just like, yo, it was building relationships. Like we became friends with people and like, that's why people wanted
1: to to fuck with us and I was like I, I, I think that that is that is freaking be everything golden rule right there just yeah. freaking make real relationships with people or if you're really good at it I guess fake it but yeah it is yeah. like exactly to your point like the people just be like here put my music on the radio I'm just gonna roll my eyes and keep going oh, but when so- I actually know an artist or know that person personally or I've met them at an event or maybe and that's another thing too is like people want your support but then they don't support you that's something I will always check now i've learned this when people reach out to me and they want something first thing i do is i look at their account do they follow me do they really listen to my show
0: yeah you
1: want me to promote your song and your music and your event but you don't even follow me
0: yeah what is that like yeah you're a leech bro
1: like (laughs) that's the thing so and before i used to just say okay okay say yes to everything and now i'm like yes i still like to interact and stuff like that but like if you don't even you're up my ass to play your song and you don't even follow me or follow flow so yeah you want my support but you don't support me
0: yeah 100 and like yeah like um it was so funny i was working at this restaurant and it, it was mastermind who just like it was my first day he walked in and i was like oh what the hell and he was taking a uh, he was taking a meeting with anders okay and like, okay so people are building re- i didn't ask anything i just recognized the faces and i was like yeah like these people are building a relationship like they're off the yeah. winner. like that's that's, it. that's- like,
1: you do it and like speaking of mastermind so i first met mastermind in calgary i we were on competing Same. stations um and i didn't i didn't know him i just he, he was on the other station and i was kind of intimidated by him and so when i moved to toronto he was on flow and i was on chum and that's when we kind of built a relationship we were like hey we know each other from calgary but i was scared of you and never spoke to you before um he's the biggest sweetheart of all time so knowing so- him and then i became friends with him and then i went on to kiss but it was through talking to Mastermind. And I found out that they were possibly interested in me to do the morning show on Flow. And so then that connected me back to Flow, but having that relation, cause like Mastermind called me, we were on the phone forever talking about if I should make the move and come over from this station to this station. And so again, it was just that relationship and Mastermind's really great because like, you know, he's been in this industry, like he's the OG, yeah. the, OG the OGs. And he is still out there making relationships, trying to help other artists come up, trying to help people where he can. Yeah. Like he is- he is so good at that stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I absolutely adore him. I think he's brilliant. Like I went into this huge black hole one day and I was like, Whoa, 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 my brain. It's like, this is too much. Like, cause it was just so exciting. To see, And like, I love that you said that too, because it's like, I think that some people, once they get established, they're kind of like, okay, well people will come to me. And it's like, no, you have to be going to those shows. Like, no, you, you do. You, you got to be out to there. Be and like, I, I want
1: to, I like, I, people get very confused with well, they don't know my job. I don't know what people do, like the, what the Scotiabank teller is doing. I don't know exactly what they do, but people just assume like jocks on the radio that we're just playing all the music and doing whatever we want. And we're just, you know, fucking doing whatever. No, it's organ. Like, yes, it sounds like sometimes 100%. we're joking around, but that's organized joking around. Um, and there's a music director and there's a program director and there's all these steps before your music makes it on the radio that we don't even really have any control of. But because I don't have that control, I have to make it a point on my end, that's my responsibility to be learning about new music, learning about the local artists. If I can show up to their shows, I will go and I'll show my support as much as I can. If maybe I can't, maybe I can't get your song played on the radio just yet. I'll share it on my social media if I can. I'll do like my little part because I hope, and I don't just do it to get things back, but that's just the way I am. But also then I hope you support me too. Yeah. hundred percent to my show. Maybe you'll help me get ratings. And if you're a dope artist, I want people to hear you. I want to put people onto you.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah and like in a time where it's like so easy to produce content now because like things like TikTok and Instagram reels we're, we're we're just oh my god we're just overwhelmed by like music yes.
1: overwhelmed so, like, is right
0: shows like I've just started my own show like in terms of video too it's like how also you mentioned this too with like radio being unpredictable a bit because of COVID obviously I'm assuming
1: radio makes money from advertisement yeah that's how that's how radio makes the money from advertising so especially like radio has always been unpredictable and media is always unpredictable like you'll probably yeah. notice like your favorite hosts from tv or radio will just be gone one day they clean house they switch things up that that's kind of it yeah. sucks but that's just this industry um sorry where was I going with the start of this now what was the first question
0: I was just saying like, people are, I didn't even get to a question. So like people are creating so much content. My thing is like, how have you adapted this current market to maintain
1: stability? That's well, okay. That's the other thing. Um, okay. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say about COVID is so because of COVID people weren't driving to work. People yeah. aren't, listening to radios, businesses aren't open. The businesses that advertise. So that really screwed us because who's going to have money for advertising dollars when they can't even open their business. Yeah. So, a lot of people have had, radio stations had to adapt the way they do things a lot of people are broadcasting from home now and doing home studios and stuff like that but with social media with TikTok, with reels and i'm i'm trying okay like i did one TikTok, and oh my gosh, <laughs> and i did one reel i'm trying to get better at them but you have to like i'm doing it begrudgingly but like this is life you have to you know what i mean like everything progresses like people are like oh radio is gonna die and it's gonna no it's still it's we're still there So you have that medium, but you have to get good at the other mediums too. You've got, you can't just, you can't just show up and do a radio show now and not have social media and not check tweets and not check texts and just walk out of there. That's not the way it is. Like this job has turned into a completely different job. Like it does not end when you leave the station. Like it continues. And that's the same for any kind of influencer, podcast person, anyone that has like, you know what I mean? Some sort of entertainment following, you have to just get good at this stuff and familiar with it.
0: Yeah. Cause I find that like you put out content also, like I'm following your day-to-day life. Here I am stalking you. Like I'm following your day-to-day <laughs> I life. Stalk right? you too. Yeah. <laughs> I follow your day-to-day life Where like, you guys are out. Like you guys are having fun. Like you were getting your brows done recently. And like, you're telling us about those things. And it's like,
1: yeah, like you've and see like, like that girl, that's a girl, Brittany, um, who owns P beautiful salon. I just used to walk past her little salon slash store, yeah. my yoga class. And I finally just went in there one day and was like, "Hey, like what do you have going on here? And so I became friends with her and now she invites me to these brow and like the brow event that she does for October is awesome. Cause it gives back to breast cancer yes. breast cancer. But I have that relationship with her just because I went into her store and started talking to her. That wasn't even a PR thing that wasn't through work that wasn't through anything. And then we formed a relationship. And now I'm able to help promote her charity stuff, but also help promote her business. Yeah, He's just really trying to click back a bit. I didn't even take it on. Yeah, um, and also too, again, like when you're saying like you're always out doing things, I just find that kind of funny because also like the perception of social media is is just that. Like you think I'm always out doing like like say even for the brow thing, I was there for maybe 20 minutes. Like yeah, but it looks like that's. But you got to get those posts out yeah. there. and You got to share what you're doing
0: for sure. Like when you and Peter go out for like. Like drinks are like you're at a restaurant. Is that like part? Like, is that something you guys came up with together, or is just like we're friends outside of work also? So it's, like- it's actually kind of funny because we've been doing this
1: thing with Cavassier. Uh, there's Cinca so five to seven happy hour, and that's like that's a promotion through Cavassier. So um, they we they, they have they've set it up with different restaurants in the city, and like Peter like this is it's the best promotion ever because Peter and I just get to show up and have a few drinks and hang out with people and meet people. But the perception like someone messaged me this past week when we were at one and it was just like how do you guys figure out where you're going to go you guys just end up at the same place on the same oh. like, like this is planned like we know where we have to be we don't plan it It goes through team yeah. same- even through the reps and stuff like that and we kind of just like show up and do our thing which yeah. is awesome but to the public people just think we're we're just we're just the best of friends that love to drink Kavossier once a yeah week. i was like oh this is so
0: nice like i would love to hang out with my coworker, like
1: well and, and, we, and not that we're not and not that we like trust me i do love to drink No, coffee, yeah but that is all that's like an organized thing through because like if we're promoting capacity and we're promoting whichever place like where were we at we were at barlow one week we've been at like all we've been at all different places lavelle like a bunch of places so we're promoting both of them but at the same time i'm very lucky i work with my best friend because that's not always the case like sometimes yeah. you people you can't like you have to do a show with someone that you can't stand so it's not as fun and then that's where you're really faking it on social media yeah. fortunately you're seeing real on like well you'll see me and peter fight on social media we're yeah <laughs> a little too real sometimes
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um and i want to go into like then you guys have great chemistry which is super dope and it's very apparent right because it's like you can tell when people are, like don't it's,
1: yeah like, yeah um you can have,
0: like, <laughs> yeah oh my god like how do you guys come up with content? Because the morning show runs Monday to Friday, six to 12. That's six hours a day of like coming up with stuff. And like, yeah, I used to listen to the morning show. You guys were my choice when I was commuting to work. Yeah. Cause I was just like, yeah, the stories here. And like the conversation here, I feel
1: like I'm with my friends. Like
0: I'm at the table. No,
1: that's, that's what we want. That is our biggest compliment. When people just feel like they're listening. Yeah. To their friends talk. It, I don't think we're very conventional. We're not like, everyone has like a different way of doing things. And I think like, you know, everybody, the way you study with your homework or do it, like everybody studies different. Everybody learns yeah. different. Everybody does a show differently. So some radio jocks are super hyper planned out. And I know our bosses want us to be like this. So bosses, if you're listening right now, or you watch this podcast, yes, we definitely plan everything out. But um, <laughs> and so like some I feel like some radio hosts like literally have scripts of what they're going to, Their everything is planned to a T, fake phone calls, this, that, that. Peter and I, I think it's also because like, we're kind of like procrastinator. <laughs> we, we're just be, we're better on the fly. Like, yes, okay, right. a lot of content is planned out. Like when we are doing bigger things, we kind of know where we want to go or what we want to do, but. There's like an outline maybe
0: like more so. Yeah, like we have an outline. Like
1: we usually know every the day before what we're going to do yeah. the next day. But it, like so many times we'll be on the phone with one of our bosses and they'll be like, oh my gosh, that must've been planned. That had to be a fake call. And I'm like, no, that was that was real. That's just our listeners. That's just the way they are. Like we've, we've built a relationship with people that they're comfortable enough to share this crazy stuff with us. Um, and also again, going back to like, I'm lucky that Peter has become my best friend because it's not always that easy. And even when me and Peter first started doing the show together, like, yeah, okay. We were friends, but it wasn't that easy. Peter was used to doing a show by himself. He'd been doing radio for 10 years, all on his own and doing these quick, intros and extras and and like smaller content now he's put on a show where he has to go back and forth with somebody and learn how to like edit his like it's just it's completely so we definitely had like growing pains when we first started together and you know like just learning how to go back and forth properly and not talk over each other and and like when to like let the other person kind of take the lead or the shine and just let them have it because you don't oh and then because i've worked with people where they just always Want to be the star and like Absolutely. can't let you have the last word or the joke. So like oh, if you God, a joke God. and you're done the break, they have to come back yeah. with something else because they can't let you have it. So we're really lucky that we have natural chemistry. So it's just easy. And so like literally, you could put me and Peter on the radio with no, um, no practice, no planning, nothing, and just give us something random to talk about, and we can just go. We are very lucky that we are like that together because it's not like that with everybody I've worked with other people where I have to really. Yeah. Plan the content, and you know when you're trying. Like our show right now has a lot of features, so there, we don't have as much time to do the crazy topics we used to do. But that is a lot. Like trying to come up with like fresh new content every day, personable stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: It can be it can be a lot, but you just really take from your life. And I'm just I feel like I'm just kind of always I wouldn't say I'm always working. I'm always observing. Like you have to know when you're around me. Like <laughs> I was messing with my girlfriend today. <laughs> Um, she wanted me to send her the audio that I played of her on Friday on the show because she's away in Portugal and she went on a hinge date and she was wasted and she kept sending me voice notes. So I took the voice notes and I played them on the show because it was hilarious. And I'm like, that's what you have to understand. If you're my friend and you're in my life, Fair game, if, baby. if you say something hilarious or horrific or stupid, it's probably going to end up on my show. I'm always like, you might even see me out sometimes and I have like little notes and I'll just be like, I got to remember that joke that you made or this scenario that happened at the bar with a guy, like you're just really taking from your everyday life. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. And I think that's what like, that's what separates you. Cause again, like when I was commuting every day, sure. I might switch stations for whatever song. Yeah. But like I go back yeah, to something because I'm like, yeah, I'm in my car now talking as if you guys are in the back seat with me. I'm like maybe I'm crazy, but like it's just like yeah, it sparks. No, me but that's crazy. how I, I want it to be, out. and that's yeah. what people
1: say to us. And I don't know if that's that might be speaking to the to the fact that I didn't go to school and I didn't really have radio training. So when I get, because people be like, "Well, oh, do your radio voice?" Well, this is my voice. Like this is, you, you know, know what I mean? Is this is how I am. No one. Yes, I've gotten better at what I do. I know how to deliver things more concisely. I can get to the point and tell a story a little better. Like I've had to work on those skills, but for the most part, this is me, and that's Peter. Like. Yeah. Or just look like, and it works.
0: I think that's really important too. It's funny. Cause like, I just like applied for like a random, like radio host job recently, just like a weekend thing. And the dude first thing was like, Oh, have you, do you have like a background in it? And I was like, I think you're already behind if you're asking me that. Because yeah. <laughs> The thing is, it's like, you either have it or you don't like, if you're going to school, sure. It's going to give you some skills. Fine. Yeah. Like
1: I, you know, I, I am living proof stories. that like, and I'm not discrediting school and stuff like that, but I do believe some people have it or they don't because like I've worked with people that their work ethic is there and they want it so badly, but they just, it doesn't. And they work really hard to be good at what they do, but they just don't fully have, they have to work that hard. Do you know what I mean? Whereas some people it kind of just comes naturally. And I definitely don't think in any industry at this point, you have to, unless like a quote, like obviously a doctor needs to go to school for specific I say that all the time. But, But do you know what I mean? Like being in entertainment whether you're an influencer on the radio on tv show and at like how many times have people had no acting experience and now they're the biggest actors ever so I was really lucky that someone gave me a chance to learn on the job and learn on site and I took it and went with it because like I so don't think especially in radio and I wish more program directors would take chances on people that are personalities and not just came from radio school radio hosts just because just because you got the diploma and took all doesn't doesn't mean you have a personality
0: yeah how do you okay and i want to ask that too then like how does you then leverage your personality
1: i think okay you've done such a good job at it i just think you, what i've learned and whenever i interview people whenever i ask them like what's like your biggest like your key to like how you got to where you are it's always like don't take no for an answer um just keep applying like one of my friends fearless fred who's on the edge or no he's not on the edge anymore where is he now he's moved anyway fearless fred he's big in the city people know who he is. Um, before he got on the air, he used to harass my current boss, like every day, showed up, like, help, I mean, I want to get on the radio, I want to get on the radio. And he got turned away so many times. And I'm not saying show up at a radio station and harass the boss, can't do that <laughs> during COVID. But um, you just have to be okay with being told no. And then if they say no, be like, okay, yes, I don't have experience. But can you just listen to the demo I made? Make a demo. And like, your work will speak for itself. Maybe you haven't actually had a radio show, but you've made this fake demo radio show that sounds like you already had it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because like, again, like I genuinely think in today's time, unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, if you're asking for people's school credentials, you're behind, no. like you're not kept up with the times. Like you're going to be,
1: you're you're not, you're going to be left behind essentially. Exactly. And that's it. So uh, just don't take no for an answer. Keep yeah. pushing. Be like, please just like, give me it. And then if that one door is closed, just go to a different one. Just keep Yeah. Going.
0: yeah. And in last episode, we spoke about social media and like, I want to like, you're a tastemaker, right? Cause it's like, I think people will follow suit with what you do because you're also posting about music, ventures, like products that I don't like products.
1: My, Instagram, don't my social media is so random and it's like definitely something I'm like, maybe I need to like narrow it down and figure out what my brand is and that. And definitely social media keeps me up at night but at the same time, I'm like, I'm so strange. Cause like, I'm super like hypersensitive about things. And then I also don't give a fuck. Like it's, I have this really weird balance. of so yeah. just through it. Yeah. And I think, yeah,
0: that's the thing. I think like so many people are so curated and like, that's, what's nice about you is that like, I get a mix of everything from you. Yeah. And I,
1: I thank you for that. Cause I struggle with that because obviously like, I'm still trying to get the blue check mark. I don't understand why they will not give it to me. Um, but I want to be able to like monetize my social media. I want to be able to monetize everything. I need money. But, yeah. um, but I also don't, for me personally, and this is no judgment to anybody else, how they run their page. I can't ever be that like super perfect. Like, and here's my, my product. And it's like, yeah. that's just, that's just not me. It's just not me. Yeah. So I struggle with like keeping it like real and authentic, but then at the same time, like the girl needs to make some money. So yeah. sometimes I do have to do advertisements and stuff, but it's finding a, balance, I think. Yeah. and do you, Which I'm still working on and still don't, haven't really figured out. I mean, would you say
0: it didn't come naturally or just like, you just worked at it to get to where you are now?
1: oh yeah like my my social media is a complete mismatch. i don't even know what it is like i have keep deleting photos and adding i'm like I, I i still like right now my plan is to maybe try to work with somebody to help me actually kind of like flesh it out because like i do i'll go to someone's page that has like aesthetically like all the color tones match yeah. like, i want I that i would love that but like that's just not like i i'm not as I, think, a, but,
0: that. I think like yeah what's funny too is like like Literally everything you've said verbatim because, like, I, at one point I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to be a freaking social media influencer. Like, that's what I want for my life." And then I was like, "Honestly, I just don't have it in me." And like, that's not how my brain works to have like the same color palette going through. Like, I'm a person, like that. No, and like, in color. some days I'm
1: sharing new hip hop. Some days I'm sharing God quotes. Some days I'm sharing my niece. Some days my, yeah. ass, which my mom hates. Like, I <laughs> think it's like a really good. I'm trying to do a. I hope that it makes sense to people in mind that I'm just kind of trying to do a little bit of every. I'm trying to be real. I'm trying to give you my yeah. my social media. And I, while I would like the advertising dollars, I personally like I will mute people or unfollow when it's just constant advertising, constant fakes, not fake. Then, well, they, they, you're faking it because you're just talking different products. Yeah, um, and I know Kim Kardashian actually. And I was Kim Kardashian. Um, it's funny because she's someone I actually unfollowed when I was. I think in the last episode we were talking about like not following people that don't make you feel good and yeah. she's, she's someone that I actually did unfollow because I was just like got sick of yeah. seeing it although I do really like how her Instagram while the pictures and stuff it's are curated funny. perfect she still does share kids sexiness products fashion she, she kind of goes all over but something she always talks about in interviews um, that she credits Kanye to is helping her like actually figure out what her brand is and say no to things because she said like in the beginning she would hawk anything whatever anybody threw at her Yeah, you know she would she would try to sell that her advertising and it's like but if that's not like that doesn't resonate with you that's not your vibe that's not something if you wouldn't actually use that hair product why are you trying to sell it
0: yeah and i think it's an important one too because so my first episode um, I speak with their friends, Tina and James, and last year they went viral. They have 600,000 followers now. And I saw wow. it from the beginning. They started at 1500. Actually, it wasn't even that Tina was private. And she's like, I think I want to go public ominous. Should I do this? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Do that. And she worked at it. And then for them, they they tapped into the Persian community, which I don't think is very mainstream. And they have a huge following now and they only get products like they only, um, advertise products that they care for, but they, we were talking about like this world of people who just think influencing is selling products. They become a walking billboard
1: and there's yeah, no. And I, I like don't, that's exactly what I don't want.
0: Yeah. There's nothing don't to resonate want. with. Why am I following you? You're going to tell me about th- this alcohol brand and then this hair
1: care thing. And it's like, you don't even have hair. Like what? Like this doesn't, no, make, it doesn't make any sense. No. And that's what I, I really hope like mine never becomes like that. Like not like anybody's like throwing tons you out. Right <laughs> yeah, no, call me out because I just, I personally don't love that. I hope that I can just promote brands and stuff that, that actually like resonate with me. And it's part of me learning to like say no to things and is a lot of people, because I do connect and talk to people um, and I post a lot of different businesses, yeah. people just assume I post everything. So I like, so often people are like, post my t-shirt, post my this, I'll send you a free this. And I'm like, I'm good. I do not need any more promo t-shirts. Like I work in radio. All I have are band t-shirts and promo t-shirts. Yeah. I, so no, I'm sorry. I can't post unless it's like something like it's a friend of mine personally or something I really, really use. And like half the stuff I post, I am not getting paid for. I'd say probably 75, probably 85, maybe even 95% of what I post is not paid. It's just stuff I really like. Would you consider
0: working with an agency to like help? navigate that that's
1: that's actually what I'm working on right now is I'm trying to find the right agency to work with and just because I I'm not really good at tech and I'm I'm still learning social media and learn because it changes like there's new stuff every day there's new algorithms there's new like what works what doesn't so I would love help (laughs) so I'm currently trying to find like do I work with an agency or do I get maybe a social media team or do I get a just an agent or whatever whatever it is yeah I definitely think we always need help. And if you don't know, ask the experts who do I know. love
0: that. I think, and that's, that's, I think also part of the innovator part that like, I really, really wanted to touch on in general with this podcast is because everybody just has this, like, not everybody, there's this huge facade that's up that. It's like, yeah, I just made it. I knew what I was doing. There was no hard work involved. There was no, no struggling at all. And it's like, Even as an innovator, was you growing? I'm still struggling. I'm
1: struggling today. Like there's still struggles. I still don't know where my life is going, and like I want to do so many more things, and I'm trying right now. And like I come home most days from work feeling like I didn't do enough, and I need to do more. And what else could I be doing? And I really have to tell myself like, chill. Yeah. Especially working a morning show, like when you have you come home and you have an afternoon off, you kind of almost feel this guilt, and people just think like. Oh, so you just work till 10 a.m. and you're done and you just do whatever? No, 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 no. There's a lot more that goes into it. There's a lot more prepping, planning, and meetings and stuff like that. But then I also feel like, okay, hey, while I have this extra time, I need to be doing more. Do you nap throughout the day? That's just like a. I love pressure. naps. Yeah. I actually I don't nap every day, yeah. um, but I sleep better when I take a What's nap because at night like? I worry. Sorry? What's your schedule like? I'm just My curious. schedule? So like it's day to day is different. So like some days we have meetings after the show. Some days we have to record different things. Like I do a lot of commercials on the station or we're planning different bits or we're recording interviews. So some days we can peace out right when we're done off air because we got everything done and we're good. Other days we might be there till one, two o'clock in the afternoon, like still figuring things out. Then once you leave, you're not just off the hook. Like if my boss emails me, I still need to be able to respond, you know what I mean, or pick up phone calls and stuff like that. But um I I always think like I'm gonna have so much time, but you like you think because of how early I finish that I have like hours. Yeah. No, because like by the time you get home, I don't get like my commute isn't that far. But by the time I commute home, I've got two old dogs. I got to deal with my dogs and take them out, and then I respond to emails, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like already three thirty four, and I haven't done like half of the things I wanted to do yet today. Yeah. So my schedule is definitely every day. It's different. I never know. So I try to, to like bed
0: really early every day. No,
1: that's, that's what I'm saying. So I, I've always had issues with sleeping. I'm a night owl. I don't sleep very well. I wake up lots. And especially when doing a morning show, I tend to wake up a lot and check the time and worry like, am I going to sleep oh, there? Yeah. So I find that I get the deepest sleeps when I take a nap. So if I have time for a nap, I take a nap and I'm out because then that night I might not go to bed. Like, should I go to bed early? Yes, I try. Some nights, some nights I want to go to bed at 6 p.m. I'm done and I'm tired. Some nights I'm up till 10, 11. It just.
0: Is it like a lack, like you can't relax at night?
1: Yes. I can never relax. I I actually
0: don't sleep. I haven't slept properly for like five years. Really? I just started taking ashwagandha and magnesium at night because it helps with hormone and, um, it helps ashwagandha helps with. Like, I didn't know it helped
1: with sleep. I thought that helped with like anxieties and hormones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's,
0: it's uh your hormone balancement. But yeah, this is now a side, But yes, I will text you. I'll text you all these things because text
1: me everything you're taking because my whole life, like since I was a kid, yes. like my parents apparently used to hate having me sleep over because like I'd keep everyone up at night because I couldn't sleep. So I would just like keep talking and keep oh, keep going. Yeah, now, my whole life I never stay. I have sleeping pills. I have everything. I just yeah.
0: This is literally the first week I've slept throughout the night, like maintained sleep throughout the night.
1: My goal, my dream would be to go to bed, fall asleep and wake up when my alarm went off and not wake up 30 times before my alarm. That
0: happened to me this morning. I was also excited about this conversation. So like, I, I couldn't believe I slept. Like I couldn't believe I
1: slept. You're the best sleep. Yes. Okay, good. That's amazing. I'm
0: going to make sure I mess you all this stuff. And I want to go back to something you said, like, do you have date? Like when you have days where you're like, shoot, I could have done better on the show. How do you give yourself constructive criticism versus
1: berating yourself? Or do you do like how, like. Yeah. and th- I think again, that comes with time and with age and like, cause like I would, again, like if something bad happened on the show, I'd say one wrong thing. Um, and even going back to when you were talking about cancel culture and stuff, um, in the last episode, um, I would say one thing that maybe someone misheard and then I'm getting attacked and I'm like, like I'm, I'll never forget. I was sharing the story of Liam Neeson. Um, when he, do you remember when it came out, he admitted that his friend had been raped someone and so he went out and he shared this on a talk show that because his friend said he'd been raped by she had been raped by a black man that he went out and wanted to kill any black person he saw because he was so enraged that his friend had been or sorry had been raped and then he said in this show he's like i realized that was racist and i realized that was wrong and blah 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 so i'm telling this story i'm just telling the story and this woman thinks that i'm like agreeing with him and anyway, she totally misheard it and she sent me messages like this long, how I should be ashamed of myself and I am racist and I'm this and I'm that. And oh my goodness, I think I was sick about that all weekend. Like wow. just in my stomach anxious. Am I going to be canceled? What did? And then I'm second guessing everything I said. I even went back and listened to the audio. Like, did I say that? And no, I didn't. Like people mishear shit all the time and people are going to hear what they want to hear, right? So as long as I know I'm good okay I gotta like let it go same with like mean comments online like I see them and I'm just like like it bothers you for a second but you have to let it go because I cannot let it it used to really consume me before and it would ruin my whole day and ruin my whole weekend and and I just you can't yeah if I know it but that then also if I did fuck up and I did say something wrong I have to go back like the way I am I have to go and make it right and be like you know what yeah. I said this yeah. yesterday and that wasn't really right. Or I'm feeling bad about that. So I just don't, you know, like I, I try to correct it, but yeah, there's definitely days where you come home and the show, what happened on the show weighs on you. And then <laughs> I don't know if this is the best way to handle it, but I'll t- I will take a nap. Like my naps for me or how I see it, like yeah. I, 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 I think of them as like recharging. So if I'm having a really bad day and shit's not going right, okay, I'm going to check out, even if it's an hour or half an hour, I'm going to take a nap, refresh, recharge, and then start again.
0: And I think that's like very productive. I th- People like always shit on naps,
1: but like y'all are missing out. No, no.
0: Like I need mean, sleep. I'm, right. I'm a
1: tired kid. And then like that night, I probably won't sleep that well. So my nap is like my best thing. And then I'll wake up. And then sometimes you don't wake up in a better mood. And sometimes you're lazier. You never know. But for me, I'll just try to like sleep it off. I, I'm very. Yeah.
0: Lazy. It was interesting. I, um, I was watching Lil Nas X on the Breakfast Club and he was saying like people will cancel you just because they don't like you already. Like if they already don't yeah. like you, they're just going to cancel you. And obviously, like, unfortunately, there's going to be people who are like, well, I can't definitely like Z, like, but it's like, trust. You know, I, I, see so comments, many, I
1: see so many comments like that, like online, not so many, not like tons of people are attacking me all the time, but I'll read comments like, like, oh, I can't stand Blake and Peter, but then I don't listen to radio. So how? What is Kristen this radio? How do you maybe know you can't stand sense. us, right? Yeah. So that's also the other thing too, and and going back to stuff we talked about earlier as well. Like, there's always a reason when somebody is negative or doesn't like you or is bullying you, or whatever. There's always a reason going on with them.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: maybe you did say something to offend them, or maybe you look like their ex girlfriend, or maybe you seem like someone who was mean to them one time. Yeah. So people are gonna make up their opinion of you and. You can't change it. it. Yeah. Don't kill yourself. And and trust me, I'm saying all this stuff and I'm sounding like I don't have it figured out because it still breaks me down. But from where I was even a year ago, I'm so much stronger. Like I'm constantly yeah. working at being able to be like, okay, wait, this is actually an issue. What people are saying is because you've got to humble yourself and be like, I was wrong or I shouldn't have said it that way or whatever. But also let it roll off your back. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like,
0: yeah, 100%. And that's, I like that because it's like, yeah, if you're, again, we spoke about last episode, you're in the public eye. So it's like everything you do is scrutinized essentially. So it's like, yeah, you need to have that, like that. Growth. And also, and
1: just like the cancel culture, like how I was saying in the last episode, how it only lasts for like a week or two months or whatever. Same with my job. Like, I'll think something was so big. I fucked up so badly on Monday. I can't believe I said this and I intro that wrong or I said that. You think anybody cares by Tuesday? Okay, so maybe Tuesday people are still making fun of me or bringing it up wednesday thursday friday no it's gone people yeah. everyone is so distracted and busy and got their own things going on it, you know what i mean like you're really the only one carrying that Absolutely. for as long as you know yeah
0: and as you're a public speaker i want to talk about this because it, this is something that always renders in my head a professor was talking to me about filler words like the use of like and um yes oh my gosh and it's Trust because it. we're yeah because we're trying to think right we're, we're speaking too fast before we can think as a professional speaker, and I think this is important for anybody within media, especially artists
1: too, how do you work on that? Like, how yes. did you get media training? First of all, or did you get media training? No media training. Uh, my job is okay. my media training, but um, like I learned on the spot, but it's funny that you say like professional speaker, because like the joke on the show is like, I'm so terrible. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always slurring, I'm <laughs> always mispronouncing things, but like, that's like, just like, part of how i am because i get really excited and i talk too fast and then i'll trip over my words so i'm the same way but the thing is that i think i might do differently than i've noticed sometimes when i listen to other talks is like i'll call it out like or peter will call it out and we'll make we'll laugh about it and like yeah. oh my gosh, so Blake can't speak again um whereas other people will just try to hide it and keep going and i'm like no just laugh like you messed yeah. up um
0: yeah, it's weird that it's awkward like your brain was just trying to think talk, a little bit, you, know? you
1: know so yeah. And mm-hmm. like, we do shout outs on our show and people want shout outs with different names. And like, we live in such a cool, diverse city. So there's so many different cultures and so many different names. Well, I can't pronounce all of them. So just tell yeah. me how to pronounce it. Cause I don't want to mess up people's names. Right? That's another but
0: one, hundred percent. Like just I try, I try not to, but
1: also, but now it's become a thing where people are like, we just want to see how you think it's pronounced. They're like, Blake, yeah. just take a stab at it. So they just think it's, but that's the thing is people have gotten to know me and know I mess everything up. So they're like, just yeah. then they'll give me the correct. But as far as like, cause in radio, I guess everyone calls it something different, filler or crutches. Um, really you start, and I, I know one of mine is like. I say like, 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 like all really the time. And when it. I listen back to interviews or audio of myself, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I hate it. I cringe. It's first of like for us, um, your boss will call you out. Like We have air checks where every so often our boss pulls up audio, plays it back, and we go over it. And you, yeah, so that's like you, you have a meeting like that once a week where they go over the audio of your show. And they'll call you out and say, do you know you keep saying this? And it's a crutch of yours. You keep using certain sayings. you got to stop. It's funny, though, because sometimes, though, that these crutches can become like your thing. Like Peter always goes so uh, before he starts anything. And it used to drive me insane. I'm like, so I what? So I what? And our, <laughs> one of our old bosses, same thing. She used to be like, you got to stop saying that. Just get to the point. But it's truly become Peter's thing. Like people know him for it. You know it's become like endearing yeah. so yeah. sometimes you can take your crutch or your filler word and make it your thing other times it's really just about training yourself not to do it you know and when you listen back to audio and you're like oh i don't want to be the girl that's like like and like and like and like and so i still work at it every day and the ums I'm you're thinking it's live you yeah. you know what I, I think we have to just be like more forgiving of natural things like no one's unless you're reading from a teleprompter and it's supposed to be perfect yeah you're gonna put filler words in
0: absolutely you'll
1: notice and and I think we all go through phases where like like you use um different words you know within your friend group 100%. like different words are kind of cool at the moment and you're always saying it and I'll notice that too like I'll, I've got to stop saying I don't know whatever it is like no cap or something and then I'm like oh my god that. like I don't say that but you know what I mean like I said it 30 times in a two-minute break why did I keep saying that so yeah. it's just really being you have to be conscious of yourself and catch yourself when you do like even now that we're talking about this I am trying as hard as I can not to say like it is killing me.
0: That same professor, he would literally have people stand up for a minute and speak. And as soon as you said a filler word, he'd you be out. And it's so See? hard.
1: And that's what I did. You know what? That's crazy because that's what I did in acting in an improv class. Oh. They would Have you like, you're not, say you have to tell a whole story and you can't say I'm or like, yeah. and as soon as you do, you're out. And so yeah. I did a lot of games like that.
0: And it's funny because it ended up making people slow down, which is actually Smart, right? Because it's like, I think we're always in a rush to like, get our points out. That's yes. when we have those filler words, but we fear slowing down, I guess, dead air. And you, do you also
1: fear really thinking about what you're going to say. Yeah. Because then you might get trapped, but no, like, especially if you're on the radio, you should already kind of know what you're going to say before you go live. So you should have it figured out. And getting rid of the, the filler words like that's just like such a small thing like that'll come naturally eventually it'll be gone but i definitely even notice it too outside of radio with like artists when they swear a lot in their songs we're just like we know you didn't have anything to say <laughs> like, oh. you didn't come up when it's like f this f that motherfucker this that that it's like hey like where are your lyrics like trust me i swear all the time but when somebody has to keep putting Swearing in, like we kind of can tell right away when we special listen to new music, we're like, "All right, they're, they're a lyricist is not their thing because yeah. they're just throwing in cuss words." You know what I mean for the effect.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think. Yeah, wow. Um, that's gonna change the way I look at music now.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I like I have the worst. I, I honestly don't know how I don't swear on the radio every day because that's in real life, crazy. Like I am. I'm a sailor. Like I'm terrible. But gitter and I noticed, especially because we have to like clean up a lot of new music because it doesn't come clean. Like, oh, you guys do it yourselves. Not usually when new music comes out that we play, usually the record label will send you an edited version. But sometimes, like on a new music Friday, when we're we don't have it yet from the record labels, we've got to do it ourselves, and that's when you really notice, like, holy, they had nothing to say because the whole song is just like beep, 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 and beep, and beep, and beep, and beep, beep." yeah, wow, and so like to me that's like a sign of when an artist like really doesn't have that much to say or isn't just, yeah, they're just, they're just throwing in cuss 100%. words.
0: And adding on to flowers, there's, I find that like mostly women do this. And I think it's a confidence thing. We'll explain a thought and be like, does that make sense? Yeah. But it's, and then, you get that? yeah. And like what we, I think what we assume we're doing is clarifying our point, but in actuality where, are undermining ourselves because we're like well we couldn't explain this clearly enough and it's an ingrained confidence and thing you're your
1: also life. just used to being like a nurturer and a caregiver and you we're just like we want to make sure everyone understood really yeah. it's a loving thing too like where you just want to okay did, was that okay did everyone understand did everyone get that
0: yeah do you find you do that
1: um not, oh, that's funny because literally this morning, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't make any sense. I was trying to explain the the proje- projection screen is what I was trying to get to. And I just couldn't, I was like a wall and like there's a light on it. And there's a, and I was just going in circles and I'm like, I don't, I'm not making sense. Like I'm not at all. Um, I, I, do, I don't know if that's something i I do, I guess I, maybe I don't care as much if people understand.
0: No, that's good. We like my friends and I were talking about um, a politician, can't remember the name, and she was up against men and she was reading off of her paper because she was trying to ensure that her points got across clearly. But in turn, she ended up looking scared or like, uh, I don't even know what the word is, or intimidated. Yeah. And like, I think it's a problem that like we don't even realize happens because we're actually by society told, we shouldn't be as confident. Like obviously we women aren't supposed to be confident, but like, yeah. How do you avoid that? Like, have you built the confidence essentially to be like, yo, what I'm saying makes sense. It's important. And it needs to be heard.
1: You just do it. I just do it. I just say it. I just make sure that, well, look, if I'm not too sure about something, I'm not going to speak on it. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. be over on my soapbox. Like yeah, I know what my strengths and weaknesses are and I'm not going to go off on something if I don't really have the facts or have a strong passion for it. So if I'm kind of confused about something or not as confident about it. I might, maybe I'll leave it for my co-host to talk about, or maybe we just won't touch that subject because I don't want to feel stupid when I'm yeah. on the radio. Or again, I think I said this, I don't remember what it was about, but go to the expert. If you don't really know about something or something intimidates you or makes you not as confident, get an expert on to talk about it. Yeah. I a- just don't want to put myself in a situation to look stupid or offend people because I'm saying the wrong information. So I think for me, if I'm not sure about something, I just, I'll try to learn about it first, or I won't talk about it. Or yeah. I let maybe Peter is better at explaining this particular thing. So I let him do it. That's yeah.
0: And I think that's important that like you recognize that because obviously some people will just talk of their ass and you're like, why are you trying to school me on what I know? Like, yeah, you're not coming across the way you think you are. No. Speaking.
1: And that's, and I don't ever want to do that. And like when people get up on that soapbox and they're just going in circles and you're like, all right, wrap it up. So I try not to speak on things I don't know about. And, and, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just got to fake it. If you're not feeling that confident or you're nervous, just fake Amazing. it. Don't ever let them see that. You know what I mean? You just got like yeah, to yeah. yeah, like fake it till you make it. I, yeah, I, I want to wrap up. Or not fake it till you make it. You've already made it. You're already yes. there. You have the job, whatever it is. If you're standing in front of a room full of people speaking, you've been hired for this gig. If you're on the radio, if you're hosting, whatever, just you got to fucking do it. If yeah. you want it to be in this medium of work, you want to be in entertainment. Sorry, sweetie. Like you, you got to just do it.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And I want to end off the episode. I think it's so important to celebrate yourself. So ending it off, I want to know a humble brag, something you're proud of anything.
1: Oh my goodness. Um, I think in general, I am just really proud, I guess, like I've shared my kind of my journey, my story with you. And I think about it all the time. Like where the hell would I be if I didn't get that first kid Carson didn't put me on the radio as the hot yeah. receptionist if made a <laughs> comment about a postal worker, where would I be now? Um, and I'm just really proud of myself that also I was given an opportunity cause I could have been given that morning show and fucked off and done whatever and not learned anything and just, you know, left that job and done something like that. I've, Taken anything that's been kind of given to me, and I've really like ran with it. Yeah, and, I'll, and I think I'll always be able to do that because, like, you don't know what's going to happen, the future's not promised, I might lose my job tomorrow, you never know. I will be okay. I've learned that in this industry, I'll find right. another job. There's always something I'll adapt and I'll figure it out. Amazing,
0: I love that, Blake. Thank you so much. What thank fuck? you for that having me. So I could
1: keep, we could just keep
0: going. I could talk I to would you all love to. seriously, honestly, I would love to, I would literally.